So I'm going to talk about two words uh, this morning. The title of my message is Follow Me. And Jesus said this a number of times in the Bible. And whether you are a Christian, a Christ follower, or whether you are uh, uh, a lost person this morning, the Lord has a command to us of two words, follow me. It's not that difficult. It's not rocket science. He wants us to follow him in all the ways of our life. How do you know how to follow him? Well, you have to go to the word of God because that's the only thing. We studied in Sunday school this morning that, uh, you know, out here on the other side of these walls, there is a particular standard of what's right and what's wrong. But unfortunately, that changes with the whim of time. In fact, what's good is bad and what's bad is good nowadays. But let me tell you, God's Word does not change. And it is the same. And by the way, I like when people say amen. Amen, okay. Every time you say amen, we'll go another 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh no, oh me. Okay, so let's uh, take our scripture from Matthew 16, verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Heavenly Father, we realize that we cannot improve on your word because the Holy Spirit takes it and applies it to our hearts. Lord, I know there's people here this morning that want to be here. There's people that don't want to be here. There's people here that want to hear from you and people that don't care to hear from you. But dear Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would speak to each of our hearts. And dear Lord, that you would just uh, help us to know that what you really want in our life is for us to follow you at all costs to follow you. And it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The term take his cross is first mentioned in Matthew 10, 38. Here is Jesus' first mention of the word cross to his disciples. To them it would have evoked a picture of a violent, degrading death. He was demanding total commitment from them, even unto physical death, and making this call to full surrender a part of the message that, we're, that we are to proclaim to others. The same call to life or death devotion to Christ is repeated four other places in the gospel. One of the uh, gripping scenes of uh, the chosen is when Jesus is walking into uh, a city and over to his side he sees some folks being crucified, realizing that soon that would be him. And he looks up there and he gets a tear in his eye knowing that, that his crucifixion was ahead. And let me just tell you that you and I need to be daily crucified, crucified to our wishes, crucified to our will and our wants. You see, there in Matthew 16, 24, the principles of a Christian need to be these three things. Number one, a self-denier. We, we deny ourselves of what sometimes we want to do. Because we know it's not the right thing for us to do. A cross carrier to embrace the condition which God has appointed and bear the troubles and difficulties that we may meet in walking the Christian road. And then a Jesus follower to imitate Jesus, to live and suffer in His Spirit. 
You see, we, we follow Jesus at all costs. Now, let me just tell you, following Jesus is not politically correct. In fact, it'll get you in trouble in some circles. But we are called to be a Jesus follower. Psalm 23, 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we are called to follow Him at all costs. Well, first of all, we're going to look at four ways to follow Him. First of all, we follow Him when we don't understand when we don't understand what God is doing and how God is working. How many of you totally understand everything God is doing in your life? None of us do. You know, I, I, uh, I have uh, aches and pains and situations that happen in my life that I don't get. Lord... Is this really what you are? Lord, are you in control? God, hello, I'm down here. Where are you? And there are times in our life we do not understand His ways. But that's where the life of faith comes in. It is a life of faith, could I say. It is a life where, uh, uh, you know, if, if I totally understood everything, it wouldn't be by faith. When we don't understand His ways, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God don't think like us, or we don't think like God. Now, thank goodness we have the Holy Spirit, so that still that helps us, but I still mess it up. I still don't get God sometimes. And that's where I take it by faith. When we don't understand His ways, when we don't understand His love. Jeremiah 31.3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love, therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. His love is everlasting. Could I get an amen? It doesn't stop. You know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I do things that hacks my wife off. I know that surprises you, okay? Now, I know she still loves me, but uh, uh, I can't do anything to make God love me more or love me less. He is loving me with an everlasting love. He loves me when I, I, I follow Him when I don't understand, when I don't understand His ways, when I don't understand His love, and when I don't understand circumstances. People die. People get cancer. People have troubles that, that, that happen in their life all the time. Every day things happen. And I, I don't get it. My circumstances change. Psalm 9, 9 says, The Lord is a stronghold, for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. I, I, uh, I think about the disciples and, you know, they were out in the boat and the storm was raging and, man, water was coming in the ship. And where was Jesus? He was down in the bottom of the boat asleep. You see, circumstances don't bother the Lord. The storm on the outside, don't, don't touch him. Don't, you know, it, it doesn't bother him. 
And the same thing in my life. Man, I look at the storm and it's like, whoo, this is bad. It doesn't, it doesn't bother him at all. He's right there with me, right there in that storm. So the circumstances, we follow him when we do not understand. And there are many times that that is the case. And then we, we follow him when we're all alone. Follow Him when we're all alone. Now, I say all alone, and yet you're never really alone. If you've asked Jesus into your heart, you've got a friend forever, you're never alone. He's always there. Isaiah 49.15 says, Can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, and yet the Word of God says... Look up there what it says. Yet I will not forget you. Praise the Lord. No matter what you're going through today, He's not forgotten you. You're not forgotten. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Do you get it? I mean, it's just like a big tattoo. Your name's on God's hand. That's not in His nature. So you're never alone. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not be fear. Do not fear or dismayed. I don't know why some of you might feel alone this morning. I don't know why you're going through what you're going through, but one thing I can promise you based upon the Word of God You're not forgotten. You're not forsaken. You're not alone. Many times, many, many, many times I have been out of His will, but not one time have I ever been out of His care. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. I was asked one time to do a a cat funeral. Now, I love cats about like Russell does. And uh, uh, so we went to the little graveside where this little kitty was going to be buried. And, uh, you know, it, it would have been very easy for me to be uh, sarcastic or, or, you know, something like that. But then the Word of God came to my mind and actually <laughs> this verse right here Casting all your anxieties. One of the other versions says, Casting all your cares upon Him because He cares for you. And I love the way the Word of God says that because that means anything, anything, anything that makes me care, even though you might think it's a little dippy and a little dorky, if it makes you care, He cares. So it might be that, you know, stubbed toe or smashed finger or... You know, and I might say, hey, get a stiff upper lip and get, you know, live with it. But if it makes me care, he cares. So it's okay. So follow me when you don't understand. Follow me when you feel alone. Follow me when the way is unclear. 
follow me when the way is unclear. Now, this point might not mean anything to you, okay? But it means a lot to me because I get lost getting out of my driveway. I mean, uh, other than salvation and my wife, one of the biggest things the Lord has blessed me with is GPS, you know? Because I can drive right directly to somewhere like I've never been before, and, uh, and it works well for me. I, I, one of the most awful feelings in the world is being out on some country road somewhere and be totally lost. And, you know, some people say, well, men have a hard time asking. Not me! I don't have a problem asking at all. I'd rather stop and be humiliated and ask than be lost. And that's the way our lives is. We, we're, we're, un, we're unclear which direction to go. Sometimes we just do not know the direction to go. Follow me when the way is unclear. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare, and not for evil to give you a future and a hope, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. And you will seek me and find me when you seek for me with all your heart. You see, that's a promise from the Word of God that if we'll seek Him, we will find Him. We discover His will through the Word of God. We discover His will through the Holy Spirit. We discover His, word, His will through other people, through our conscience sometimes. And I will add, sometimes experience helps us know the will of God. Now, all of those are imperfect except for the Word of God. The Word of God will never mislead you. Some of those other things will mislead us. When the way is unclear, I think about Exodus 13 that talks about the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the day along the way and by night a pillar of fire to give them light and that they might travel by day and by night the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from him before the people them before the people the that is the holy spirit will lead us now it might not be a physical fire might not be a physical cloud but he will lead us and I love the song that says, He leadeth me, oh blessed thought, oh words, with wonderful comfort fraught. See, He leads us. The Holy Spirit can make that way clear. So we are told to follow Him when we don't understand. We are told to follow Him when we feel all alone. We are told to follow Him when the way is unclear. And we are told to follow Him, finally, when we need a way home. When we need a way home. There have been times when Julie and I have been on a trip and because of weather or whatever, uh, our flights have been delayed. And I remember one time we were somewhere and had to fly all the way to Denver before we could fly back to Springfield. And it's just like, I just want to get home! And we are told to follow Christ and He will lead us home. Psalm 48.14 says that this is God, our God forever and ever He will guide us forever. I don't know what death's going to look like, folks. 
I don't know what my death will look like. But I know this. I know I have a Savior who's already been through that process. And even through death, He has promised that He will hold my hand. And so I don't have to fear. You see, uh, uh, I've heard of people that use that big blue cross on mercy to kind of recognize where they're at. They see that cross and they say, well, I know that I'm just a block or so from home because I see the cross. The way of the cross leads home, the old uh, gospel song says. Psalms 23, 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You see, I've heard it, uh, the illustration that it's just like two big angels, goodness and mercy. <laughs> and they're going to follow me all the days of my life. Follow me, Jesus said, when you don't understand. Follow me when you feel alone. Follow me when the way is unclear. Follow me if you need a way home. Maybe you're not following Christ this morning. Maybe you've followed somebody else or followed something else. This is your day. This is your day. This is the day that you can come and you can find peace and you can know that you're following Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank You, dear Lord, for this simple message. Thank You, dear Lord, for uh, the invitation that You've given us to follow You. I just ask You now, Lord, if there's someone that's not following You in this congregation, dear Lord, that You would just uh, let this be the day that they find the peace and strength uh, through You. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.